Hello, and welcome to the Vitality Women Leading Audaciously podcast. I am Jennifer Helene, CEO of Purposeful Ventures, devoted to naturally innovative solutions for the realignment of humanity. We believe that stories connect us, dismantling the illusion of separation, causing healing. This interview will be 20 to 30 minutes long, and I look forward to sharing on Common Ground. Hello and welcome to Vitality Women Leading Audaciously. Today, my honored guest is Yun Ri, and she is the Chief Empowering Officer, the CEO, I love that, Chief Empowering Officer and Energy Expert in the Elevated Human Experience. She's a coach and a beautiful woman for those of you who are only listening. Welcome to the show. Oh, Jennifer, thank you so much for an amazing introduction. I just have to start off with the fact that I'm so excited and honored to be here with you today. So, so excited and honored. Your energy is visceral. I can feel it all the way across the country. And <laughs> I'm really curious to hear about the journey that led you to the work that you're doing today. Wow. So I'm sure you'll agree with me that most of us live an unconscious, competent life, right? And we live, go through life, living through our days. And then something happens where you become consciously aware. And, you know, my journey goes back. I'm actually an immigrant from Korea. I came here when I was six years old. And uh, my parents came here for the American dream. And even goes deeper than that. I was a very sick child that almost didn't make it before the age of one. And as the stories become unfolding, like, you know, and I tell my, my my clients and the audience, whoever's listening, sometimes when we're looking forward, right, we can't see the dots on how we're going to get to where we want to go. Yet, when we look back, just know that every single dot connects and every single dot needed to exist in order for us to be here today. That's right. Yeah. Right? So I look back and, you know, uh, from the outside, and I always thought that I had a challenging upbringing. You know, my family, my parents actually worked for two decades, about 20 hours a day. So imagine that, right? I grew up with my parents and my older brother, and they were working all the time. And we worked right alongside with them because that's all we knew, right? And what I discovered along the way is I created this program of what working was, what life was. Right. And I was chasing success to honor my parents' sacrifices and really create a legacy for the future generations to come. And what I didn't realize is I had all these programs of what I created to be successful. And I found myself like working myself into the ground. Yeah. I lost along the way. You know, I got lost along the way. And one thing led to the other. Like I have uh, my husband and I, we own small businesses. So him and I, um, I should say he. He actually owned a direct sales company that I came to work for right out of college. There was a massive lesson there because even in college, Jennifer, I think a lot of people will relate to this. You know, I'm an Asian girl that the parents wanted me to be a doctor or a lawyer or something like that. I didn't want to go to school for 12 years. So I did research in 1997 and found out that one of the most popular jobs out there was management information systems, Hmm. right? I could go to school for five years at Northeastern come out. And at that time, kids were getting, you know, both sign on bonuses about a hundred, $150,000 and making anywhere from a hundred to 150 a year. Mm. And I'm like, Oh, I can do that. Yeah. I'll go to school for five years, right. Come out. Cause all I wanted to do was get my foot into a door and create success. And again, I correlated money to success. Right. <laughs> so I come out, well, I graduated in 2002. And if anybody remembers that was after nine 11 attack, yeah. there was a hiring freeze. 
okay? And the market of management information systems was completely saturated, Mm. right? Literally, no one was hiring for that job. So I learned a tough lesson. Anybody that's listening, study what you desire. Don't chase the money, right? Because when you lean into what you really love, money just becomes the result of the value you can provide because you love doing what you do. Yeah, it's so true. And it's sometimes counterintuitive, especially for a lot of the women listening who are looking for a change in their career. And they, you know, kind of, is that really possible? Like, do I deserve that? Is that really for me? Or is that just for the select few? So thank you for bringing that to the surface. I don't want to interrupt your story, but I just want to be sure to highlight But it's so, so true, right? Because you said a very important thing in this conversation is giving yourself the permission. I didn't realize I wasn't giving myself the permission Mm. until I started to give myself the permission. So that was a huge eye opening for me, you know, throughout the journey is giving myself permission to actually lean into the things I desire and not worry so much about what other people thought of me or playing the life that I thought my parents wanted me to live or the life that I thought my husband wanted me to live, right? Or the life that I thought my kids wanted me to live. And especially us women and all the women living out there, how many versions of ourselves are showing up that we almost get confused on which are, what's our identity? Oh my gosh. Yeah. I mean, any given day, I ask the women clients and friends and colleagues of mine, you know, how are you? And they have to pause. They're like, oh wait, I can tell you how my dog is and how my husband is and how my kids are, <laughs> my neighbor, but like, oh me. <laughs> right. Because they're so used to giving and giving and giving right? And not giving into ourselves. Yeah. And that's actually a journey I still work on, Me right? Too. I will go and literally help everybody else, but I create excuses as to why I can't get a facial, right? Or, or like, you know, longer than it needs to be or massages, right? And so unless you have that in your schedule and prioritize it, your programs kick in and you won't prioritize it. That's so true. Yeah. And so we usually talk about that stuff towards the end of the, the podcast, but I love that we just went right there because that's that's the practical application, folks, for vitality right there. The recipe, you just said it, <laughs> is creating the space and time and aligning to that core of who you are. But no, so 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 you had this awakening. There were no jobs. Oh, so yes. So this is where I met my husband, which everything's just a, such a gift, right? I ended up working at a 100% commission door-to-door sales company. Mm-hmm. Okay. And I did that for two and a half years where I literally knocked on doors six days a week, speaking to anywhere from 60 to 120 people a day. Wow. Right. That's called like grinding it out. However, some of my greatest lessons came from actually connecting with all those people, all those years, right. The different personalities. And I kind of self-discovered like most people have like there's 10 personalities out there and everybody's a combination of those. Right. So it became very much easier for me to relate to people, connect with people. My whole journey has been really like connecting with people and loving people. I just, I love people. I love people. Anyways, I met my husband there. And again, this was not my awakening. This was just became my life. And then we ended up um, leaving the direct sales company and we started to do um, dry cleanings because that's what my parents were, um, my parents had. So we ended up taking over one of their locations and we became a small business owner. The biggest reason why we did that, to be honest with you, Jennifer, is because of the fact we wanted to be together. Mm. We knew that we could be together and spend a lot of time. And in that, we were so blessed because we spent all the time together. We actually had two kids. We bought a home and things were going really, really well. And all of a sudden, I think a lot of mothers can relate to this. You go through life and all of a sudden you have kids. And then your priorities start to change. Yeah. Right. 
And then like my dreams and aspirations came back again as to, I wanted a bigger life. I wanted a better life. Yeah. Right. So I, I started searching and fishing for things and I got into real estate. And the biggest reason why I got into real estate is really because at that time, as small business owners, my husband and I didn't have anything safe for retirement. Mm. Right. We didn't have a 401k that was matching us. We had nothing. And we noticed ourselves getting older and the kids are getting older. And I said, okay, we need to do something right? We, we, it's fun now. It's a cash cow business. However, we need to t- think about our future. Yeah. That got us into real estate. And so we started to get into investments for acquisitions, buy and hold for rent, rental properties. Then we got into fixing and flipping. And then we became, you know, we got into sales. So we became vertical in real estate, which I love that industry because it helped us get out of the small, small business industry. It helped us create a life with flexibility to really create wealth. Right. And we really supercharged and focused into all of real estate. Now, where I became a kind of awakening, if you will, was um, I started to get in, um, started to hire coaches, right? I started to hire coaches because I wanted to get better. And I took a program called Thinking Into Results that was created by Bob Proctor and Sandy Gallagher. Yeah, I know those people. Yeah. And it's a six month course that my husband and I now are consultants of that we literally swear by this, that this is a course that every human needs to take. Right. Right. And it really created the foundation. If anybody that's taken the course, it was a stick man that made me think that I was like, I need to learn more. I need to learn more. And that's back in 2019, October of 2019 is when I signed up for the course, my husband and I, and as soon as we started studying, all of a sudden I started to connect all the dots. I literally felt like somebody just came into every room and started to turn the lights on. Wow. I feel like I've been walking in the dark and now I can see. Now, fast forward, it's been three years. I have not stopped studying, right? I still study every single day because the programs are that vast. And I'm a huge believer in this. And this is why Bob Proctor says that he studied, you know, 62 years every single day, because in the absence of us not focusing on what it is that we want, the things we don't want naturally show up. Mm. And if we're not focusing on creating the programs that we desire, our old programs that's been existed, not just within our lifetime, but our previous generations, right? When you say programs, I just want to qualify, like you mean like the imprints, our memories, uh, the programs in our nervous system, the programs in our thought patterns. Is that what you mean? The paradigms, right? The paradigms is a set of mental programs that are stored in our subconscious mind that literally creates our reality, right? 95% of our entire day is all habitual programming that shows up. Do you hear that folks? 95%. That's big. That's huge. Automatic, just like that. In a fraction of a second, you're literally thinking and operating from the paradigms in a fraction of a second, 95% of the day. And that's not to say that 95, that it needs to be 95% change. It just means that we need to have some vigilance, right? Anyway, go on. Tell us. No, but it's so true. It's not all that's bad because we have right. great programs too, yeah. right? There's a lot of great programs that consciously, um, unconsciously operate us, which are amazing. Yeah. But if we're not rec- recognizant of the programs that suppress us or programs that inhibit our growth, then we, and again, I'm sure you're aware of this too, Jennifer. Right now, I think one of the biggest things that's happening is an abundance of information, right? Yeah. And people are more confused than ever. What do I eat? What do I wear? What do, where do I go? <laughs> right. Right. So my huge belief is this, is that 
today, this day and age, we're consuming more information in one day than most humans consumed in a full year in right? the early 90s. Oh my gosh, yes, yes. Just that, that, that's what's causing the anxiety. It's actually called the knowing doing gap. Ah. We're actually learning more and more and more, but our bodies are doing less and less and less. So it creates this gap that just keeps increasing. That makes sense. Yeah, I, I love that distinction. Right. And that's what's causing the anxiety. And that anxiety leads into, you know, depression. That depression leads into procrastination. And over time, it creates the body into dis-ease, which shows up as sicknesses and diseases. That's right. Absolutely. I agree with that. Yeah. And we have to get ourselves back into cellular resonance. Yes. Yes. It's so, so important. So I go back to, it's not what we know. It's knowing the programs that operate us. Yeah. And that requires some distance, right? We got to look at ourselves or have somebody help to just shed some light on that. So Um, you married your husband, you had the children, you had this great real estate career. And with that said, I became a team leader pretty quickly on into my real estate career. And I was a team leader of Keller Williams, Merrimack Valley. And I had about 180 agents that I was actually in charge of um, coaching and training the top agents in that market center, as well as the local market. Of course you were. <laughs> it came really quick. And what ended up happening, and I love, I'm so grateful for that opportunity, because within that role, I was teaching and training top agents that knew how to do real estate way better than I did. They were doing it longer. They knew it more. But what I self-discovered was I was able to help them define more of who they are, what they desire, and help them look at a life in a different perspective that allowed them to build their wealth versus build their income. Ooh, I love that. Right? All of us want to be focusing on that. Right, because it's not about just the active income. It's wealth in many different areas. Wealth financially, wealth spiritually, right? Wealth in relationships. Mm. we need all of that so that's when I you know again I started to again we all go through this journey where you know what you desire and you lean in yet there's that little bit of fear or that creeps in that kind of helps and stops stops you from really living what you're meant to do so again this is where I highly believe in coaches masterminds and communities because you really become the sum of the five people you surround yourself with yeah Right. So does your environment support your goals or do they hinder your growth? Mm-hmm. Right. And so I kept investing in ourselves. My husband and I continuously invest in ourselves and we find that to be the best investment of all times. We're investors at core. We invest in real estate. We invest in cryptocurrency, foreign exchange, software, movies, all of it. And yet our greatest return is investing in ourselves. Yeah, and everyone who's listening, I mean, we all are investing. Even if you don't feel like you 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 have the capacity to invest, every time you spend a dollar or a euro or whatever currency you're in, you are investing. I believe that we are also voting with every dollar that we spend. And then, you know, I love how you framed that, you know, what is the return that you're getting? If you're buying healthy foods, you're going to be getting a great return if you're eating them when they're fresh, local, in season, right? Um, and so on and so forth. And and the self-development, I too invested well over a million dollars in my <laughs> self-actualization. Um, and that's never going to end. I don't see an end to that. So it's mm-hmm. really important to folks for you to realize that every dollar you spend um, or you save um, is, is, it has a consequence, right? Every thought that we think and every action that we choose. So true. It's so true. I love what you said, mastermind, community, and what was the third thing? 
Mastermind and community, those are so huge. The, oh, that you become the five people you surround yourself with. That's a really big statement. Really is true though. And it isn't because of what you see, what you hear, what you taste and touch around them. It's the vibration, it's the energy that surrounds. See, the law of vibration is so, so real. And the universal laws that no one teaches, yet the entire planet lives upon. Yeah. You know, it's the law of vibration. <sighs> everything is energy. Everything is energy. Everything. Right? And everything's in constant motion. So the energy and the vibrational state that we're in is the frequency that we're in. And we're always, always, always attracting. I read oh. something this week. I know about the Omni will. I'd never heard of the Omni will before, but it was about how this vibration that you're describing is, is, is literally uh, manifesting our lives. And they didn't use that language at all. Um, but it was, it was similar to a lot of the other languages that I've, you know, heard this the concept uh, expressed through. And so I think we're in a time right now where it's a little confusing for people, especially women, like they, they want to feel their feelings and they want their feelings to be known. Um, and it doesn't matter if it's anger or rage or blame or shame. There's like this real um, commitment. Um, and I don't want to say it's wrong, right? But there's also an identification with it. And that's where I think things go awry and where things get confusing. So I'm curious how you or what you use when you feel worry or anxiety or grief. Like what what are some of the, the systems that you use to help shift you into that higher vibrational frequency as we've seen through Hawkins work, um, you know, of gratitude and love, um, et cetera. What, tell us, what, what do you do? So you just hit it upon, right? One of the things that I absolutely do, and I started this at the very beginning of my journey where the gap I believe was so wide in the sense of me actually believing I was worth it or that I deserved it. Right. So it's very, people talk about affirmations, Yet, you know, to say I am beautiful when you don't feel beautiful or I am so worth it when you don't feel worth it, that gap might be too big, right, for us to close it. So I talk about getting into neutrality, right, get into neutrality first. And what I mean by that is go into the state of gratitude and go into the gratitude of little things, not big things, but start with anything, right, like the ability to breathe, the ability that we get to make choices, right, the ability that we get to drink water, and little things like that, that we can notice all of a sudden brings us from that negative vibration, if you will, into a state of neutrality. And at least when we get to neutrality, then we can bring it up into positivity and increase from there. Right. But it has to be done in repetition. It can't be once in a while, once in a while, because the programs that are hard in our head is from the repetitive thoughts of not feeling so good. Yeah. It's just like exercise, right? You can't just go for a walk once a week and expect to see results, you know, even though this is less tangible because we can't see it, but it's just as real. Right. It's actually more real, right? It's more real because we've been trained to think from, think from our sensory factors, right? We've been taught to feel from what we see, what we hear, what we taste, what we touch and what we, you know, what we smell, but in actuality, it's completely opposite. The vibration that we're in determines in the way that we see, the way we hear, the way we smell, the way we touch, and the way we feel. Yeah, and in the words that we use, um, the phone calls that we make, how we respond. I mean, everything. It's pretty massive to, to think about. And I don't want anyone in, who's listening to feel overwhelmed um, because 
it's our responsibility. Like, I think we can't control a lot of things actually in life, but one thing we can control, and I just wrote an article about this, is, is how we're responding and how to our emotions, to our feelings, to our circumstances. Um, and therefore, you know, the words we're using, the things we're doing and so on and so forth. That's the one thing I think we do control. Actually, we do have free will around. 100%, right? No one can get inside our mind and our hearts to make us think or feel something that we don't want to. Mm -hmm. Yet no one knows. And again, I, I didn't give myself permission either. So you're, you're unaware until you become aware. And another tool that I love is meditation. Just being paused for a second. And people that may hear this say, oh, I've tried it. I don't know how it works. There's no right way or wrong way. First, start by giving yourself grace and say, I want to try it right? Because it comes from desire. Yeah. You want something and you say, I want to do this and I'm going to yeah. give it a try and make the decision on it. Through consistency, you'll <laughs> self-discover more of you. Yeah. I'm a huge believer that this entire life and this entire planet that we live on is just for us to discover more of who we are. Yeah. Capable of. And then to express that as well, right? Yes. To build the community um, and then to enhance the masterminds and so on and so forth. And for sure. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it's so funny. So I'm laughing because my, I have been practicing yoga and studying yoga tenaciously for 20, almost 29 years. And so my teacher, uh, when he used to teach uh, in, in person, when I lived uh, abroad in Switzerland, he would say, you know, it's very boring. You know, it's very, very boring. Nothing happens. It's very black. <laughs> you know, like in the, I mean, he's describing meditation. Right. Um, and I just, I thought that was so funny. Um, and I, I think of that a lot today because it's like, we think that when we sit in meditation that we're not going to think of anything and that there's a right way to do it. And that's just, that is not the case. Um, and I think meditation, I've noticed around, and maybe you've experienced this too, um, sometimes even doing extreme sports can be somebody's meditation or um, driving is their meditation or dancing or um, I don't know, doing the dishes. I guess what I'm trying to say is that meditation doesn't have to be this lofty thing that has a perfectionist mentality around it where you're sitting on top of the Himalaya, um, you know, in, in the deep oneness with God. Um, it, it can be something that you can integrate easily into your life and can be so valuable and exactly what Young was saying, you know, really helping you discover more of yourself um, by just pausing because we get inundated, like you said earlier, with so many impressions all day long. The critical timing of needing to integrate meditation into our daily lives has never been more important than now, I feel. It's so, so vital. It's so, so vital. It's just to pause for a second, right? We're constantly getting things thrown at us and feeding into our brain. And one of the things that, that I'm marching, you know, that, that I'm marching on is we were all born complete. There's nothing to shove inside of us. It's creating and being in an environment to pull the things that are inside of us out to fully express. Because I am a huge believer that every single human being on this planet is born with a genius that no one else can replace. That's right. I believe that. Too. And so if everyone is born complete, it's literally creating the environments. And this is something for the education system that I, I see it happening. It's teaching our kids that, right? Creating the environment where they get to self-express and they we get to pull out of them their inner geniuses so they can discover more of who they are. Totally. And those talents are so necessary. That expression is so necessary to complete the full circle of beautiful and brilliance yeah you 
you live in this magical fairy tale world that I, I want to stay in because <laughs> I know it is possible. And even if we don't fully get there, just achieve, achieving to get there is going to elevate everything so much uh, more. Absolutely. And so um, how old are your kids now? They're actually it's so amazing that you asked. I have a 12 year old and one that's turning 10 tomorrow. Oh, it's such great ages. Wow. And for those of you who can't see her, I mean, she's so beautiful and vital and doesn't look like she can have children that are even that old, to be honest, <laughs> or to have done the things that you've done already. That's so exciting. And so, Yun, if people want to like learn more about your your programs and whatnot um, and, and your coaching, because we actually hadn't gotten to that point of the story, but I know that that, that was is what's like got, got shaped right from the real estate training, I'm oh. assuming. Yes. Well, one thing leads to another, right? And I am a huge believer in this too. People change people. Yeah. Right. So as long as we stay open and we are open to all the possibilities, then all of a sudden you meet other people as you increase your vibration that really give you clues as to, you know, the next step and the next step. And so with that, I started to march on embark on this journey of coaching. And, you know, I think I mentioned to you at the very beginning, but I'm not sure if we were recording, but now I have a clear mission in life and I've really found my purpose as well. And my mission in life is just very, very simple, very simple. And I'm here to really, really show how simple it is that all we need to teach is energy and paradigms. And if every human out there can learn about energy and paradigms, then every single person would actually have the magic wand to create the life that they desire. Mm -hmm. And we've been marketed on lack and fear, which is why a lot of people are running around in fear and having high anxiety. Because if you think about it, all the marketing campaigns, everything that's out there, it's been marketed on lack and fear. And when humans feel lack and fear, they are controlled by others because that lack and fear, you, you, you know, you're being controlled. Yet I promise, I promise, I promise, we live in a world where it's all abundance. Like, think about it. Nothing on this earth was ever created or destroyed. Nothing was brought in or taken out. That's right. All the beauty that we see all around us is fully abundant because people desired. So imagine we create this world in a paradigm where we literally create the next generations of abundance and faith. Mm not lack in fear, but abundance and faith right. and really give the people the permission to desire their most wildest fantasies, right? And their wildest dreams, because the higher we can elevate people to desire, everyone wins. Yeah. Everyone. And, and it can be challenging to identify what your paradigms are. And that's why, you know, we don't know what we don't know. We can't see what we can't see. And we do need a coach or a confidant who can see clearly and is who is stand for our greatest and best and highest self. And so it's so valuable um, if that's something that you listening are called to, to, to get clarity around. Because I, even though I'm a really high level coach and I'm very well trained, I need someone to help me see those things because identifying it can be difficult, you know, challenging. Would you love I love that. I'm a huge believer. The greatest leaders are the greatest followers, right? I myself have three coaches. I belong <laughs> to multiple masterminds. You know, you and I, we invest in ourselves, right? And it's so, so important. It's so, so important to continuously stay connected, right? It's been further than just the knowledge we receive, but it's the energy exchange that we get to be around, right? Yeah. Because it's mutation of energy. So it's so important that you okay. say that. And Jennifer, I'm sure you've been through these experiences so many times where people that are closest to you 
always saw you way ahead of where you saw yourself. Yes, absolutely. It's like, you're here, Jennifer, you're finally there. And then when you get there, they see you even higher. Yeah. Right? Yeah. And folks, if you're not around people like that, you may need to, to take another another look um, and, and surround yourself with those kinds of people. Um, it makes a huge difference who you let into that deep, intimate, emotional space around you. 100%, 100%. And again, I offer courses and coaching, one-on-one coaching. I offer, you know, an hour uh, energy sessions as well. I'm not saying every listener to come to me. What I'm saying is go to the ones you resonate with, yeah. right? If it feels right, invest in you, right? I want to help as many people as I can that are ready. So, you know, find me, you can find me on the elevated, you know, humanexperience.com. You can find me at youngre.co. You find me, but if it's not me, find somebody that resonates with you. Find yeah. Say yes to you. And I love that you offer one hour energy sessions because that is sometimes what's required to shift, right? Just to shift into that higher vibration. We, we sometimes, you know, it helps to leverage and have a catalyst like yourself to just move into that next stratosphere, so to say. Yes. And we all need each other. It's almost like we've been programmed to believe that we can do this thing alone. No, we can't. That's not the way we were created. Yeah. We're all connected as one. We come from the same source. Yeah, we really do. Um, so we learned about how you shift your vibration, the tools that you use. How do you maintain your vitality as a business owner, wife, mother? What are some things you do? Like just kind of practical day-to-day things. It's consistency every day for me, right? I wake up and I meditate. Before I even open my eyes, I go into a gratitude prayer. So you know how like when you're kind of like semi-waking up, I have a gratitude prayer that I say before I wake up and before I go to bed. Mm. And it's so something so simple. I'm so grateful for all the gifts I have received. And I'm so grateful for all the gifts I'm going to receive. Mm. And I say that over and over again and go into the state of gratitude. Then I do a meditation. I read books. I journal, right? I watch videos. And Jennifer, this is where I think I can be humble and learn from you. I need to exercise more frequently. And I need to, you know, I, I think I believe that I eat pretty healthy, but I could be, I could get better at that. I mean, I could get better in every area. So let me, let me start there. I could get better in every area, but eating and exercise has actually been one of the things in my forefront that I started an ebb and flow, right? Mm-hmm. And it just goes to tell me that it's just a matter of time that it's going to happen where I'm just going to fully lean in. Cause mm-hmm. I'm sure a lot of people see this. It's like an accordion that we get to live. I don't believe there's a straight line, but it is almost like a form, like a hockey stick like this. And with the hockey stick that goes up and rises inside it, there's ebb and flow. And Absolutely. there's that shows up and it has to show up. It has to, otherwise we wouldn't know what it is, right? It's the law of polarity. Like we don't know what's good unless we knew what was bad. Right. There's no left a down. There's no left without a right. Right. And and it goes back to like your desire and then that satisfaction when the desire is met, right? I feel, I look at desire as uh, the word D of and sire God. And so, you know, we, we know that like you, when you're eating well, you're sleeping well, you're exercising, you have a different level of satisfaction and resonance in your body. It influences your energy as well um, because that's that energy usage and input, right? In, in its most, you know, raw form, right? Tangible, earthly, 
um, form. So we can transmutate a lot energetically just, you know, in that intangible form. But I think my experience has shown me that those things are really critical. Um, but I love your gratitude prayer. Thank you for sharing that with us. That's really special and so simple, like you said, but I love how that neutralizes and then you can, um, you know, up level. So that's just so beautiful. Thank you so much for being with us today. There's one thing that I would love to add, right? We as humans feel all the emotions, right? Happiness, excitement, joy, sadness, anger, all of that. And we're actually here put on this planet to experience all those emotions because without those emotions, we wouldn't know what is, right? So we all experience it, but it gets triggered by different things, right? Different people, places, and events for every single individual. And the one thing that I just want to say is every single person is made in perfection. They are, right? And the way to get to know ourselves even better is paying attention to our feelings. And what I mean by that, when we feel a negative feeling and our vibration shakes and it doesn't feel good, all it's saying to us is that's not who we are. Yeah. That's all it's saying, right? Yeah. So it's, just a, it's just to let us know the thoughts that we're thinking and the feelings that we're feeling is actually not in alignment with our higher self. Then all the positive feelings that we get to feel that is lining up with our positive, our, our truth, our higher self. So when we hear people say that they're living their truth or they're discovering their truth, I truly believe what that means is they're discovering all the things that bring them joy, the things that bring them love, the things that bring them enlightenment. And this journey is really self-discovery of who we are and what we are. Thank you for that. That's so beautiful. Just a great reminder for us all to align to our core to that. And we have to shed sometimes, all of us, at least for me, I've had to shed and I'm still shedding some of those uh, impressions, right? From the daughter, the wife, the mother, right? But who am I? Who are we as a collective and as, as individuals? And it's that, that, that imprint, like you said earlier, that vibrational frequency is just as unique as your voice, as your thumbprint, um, each one of us. Thank you for bringing your light to the show and shedding it on us, through us. <laughs> I'm so grateful. Thank you. Thank you for so much for having me on. Thank you for listening to Vitality Women Leading Audaciously. Please contact me if you're interested in cultivating more vitality at jennifer-helene.com on the contact page. If you know this episode would be of value to your community, please share it on all of your social media channels. Maybe you are a successful working mom who would like to share your story on this podcast. Please visit podcast.jennifer-helene.com backslash podcast-guest to apply. And you might know someone who would be an ideal guest. If so, tag them on social media to let them know about the show and include the hashtag vitality women leading audaciously. I absolutely love seeing your posts and guest suggestions. We are regularly putting out new episodes and content to make sure you don't miss any episodes. Go ahead and subscribe your thumbs up ratings and reviews go a long way to help promote the show. I mean a lot to me and my team in getting the word out about how to realign humanity with purpose. Purposeful Ventures is a company that is helping moms succeed in revitalizing their lives, relationships, businesses, and health. Please join a more personal conversation by working directly with me, joining my private Facebook group or one of my programs. This is Jennifer Helene, 
and thanks for spending your precious time with me. 